you know what that music say? Yes, sir, Amos. That music say, good health to all from Rexall. The Amos and Andy Show, transcribed, written by Joe Conley and Bob Mosier, featuring Ernestine Wade, Johnny Lee, Amanda Randolph, Sarah Selby, Hans Conrad, Ken Christie, Jeff Alexander's music, yours truly, Harlow Wilcox, and starring radio's all-time favorites, Freeman Gosden and Charles Carell. Amos and Andy! How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? I am Charles Carell. You know, a lot of people slack off taking vitamins as soon as the weather begins to turn warm. But vitamin deficiency is no respecter of seasons. That's why, in our family, we keep on taking Rexall Plenamins right through the year. You see, Plenamins supply all the vitamins known to be necessary, plus liver, iron, and vitamin B12. Why don't you switch to Plenamins? That's P-L-E-N-A. M-I-N-S, at Rexall Drugstores Everywhere. Well, there's nothing that rubs a husband the wrong way more than a wife discussing her old boyfriends, especially if they've become prominent and successful, and especially if the husband is George Kingfish Stevens. Yes, Mama, it's the same Algie Johnson from back home. I met him on the street today, and he's the head of his own furniture company. Mmm! <laughs> Ain't that something? Algie was always so crazy about you. Mm. The way he begs you to marry him. Yeah, which one was Algie? The one that was kicked by the horse or the one with stigmatism? Which one? <laughs> now, George, Algie didn't have nothing wrong with his eyes. Oh, No. He had the only driver's license in Georgia that was stamped, must wear binoculars. <laughs> Don't you dare talk that way. My daughter had scores of boyfriends. Men that throwed themselves at her feet. Men that were on their knees begging her to marry him. And men that come crawling to her. Yes, George, and after that, why did I have to marry you? Well, I don't know. I guess after them boys, any man that could stand on his feet was a novelty. <laughs> All my daughter's old boyfriends turned out to be successful. She could have had anyone she wanted. Well, then, uh, how come when she married me, she become a child bride of 31? <laughs> well, George, I was just waiting for the right man. Yeah. Why, I even went to work to see if I could find my Prince Charming. Hmm. How many Prince Charmers do you meet cannon sardines? Tell me that. You know, Sapphire, it just makes me sick to think of what you could have had. All them ambitious, successful young men. And they are successful because they wasn't like you, George Stevens. When opportunity come along, they seized it. Oh, wait a minute, Chair. I is just a good opportunity seizer as the next fella. George, Mama is right. Opportunity after opportunity has come along in your life, and you never seized it. Oh, is that so? Well, you just let a good opportunity come along, and I'll show you. Ha! That chance of that. Yes, George, you ain't never gonna amount to nothing. You ain't got no ambition, you're dumb, you're stupid. You ain't got no business sense, no brains, and you never had and you never will have. Well, I know it, and that proves that you was dumber than I is. What do you mean? Well, if I was you, I never would have married a bum like me. That's what I mean. <laughs> 
me get in my office here. Hey, like that sapphire and mama saying, I ain't got enough sense to jump at opportunity. Boy, there's two old alligators I'd like to see on a handbag counter. Eidlin, <laughs> uh, what do you want in my office, Eidlin? Uh, I just cleaning up, Brother Kingfish. Uh, the telephone people just put in the new telephone. Yeah, they finally got it in, huh? Uh, yeah, sir. The new number is uh, Monument 29098. And the phone company said you used to belong to a big stockbroker firm down on Wall Street. And they said if you get any of that calls, just ignore it. Yeah, well, get on out of here, Layton. I want to concentrate. Ah, uh, yeah, sir. Our wheels right on out. Hmm. <coughs> Them women saying I ain't got no ambition, that I'm lazy. <laughs> This whole thing got me upset. Let me lay down on the couch here and see if I can sleep this thing off. This is the worst mess. Oh, the worst. Uh, uh, hello? Hello, Frank. This is JB. I got to make this snappy. I'm calling from Washington. Well, I'm sorry, but you. Uh... I just got the word, Frank. The United Consolidated merger is on. Yeah, but I. Uh... When the market opens in the morning, buy as many shares as possible. That stock ought to jump 60 or 70 points. Yeah, but I. Uh... You can count on me. Old JB never let you down. United Consolidated. But I... Uh, what's that you say, Frank? I said, thank you, J.B. Yeah, sir, thank you very much. <laughs> Holy mackerel. The stock going up 60 or 70 points. This is the opportunity I'm waiting for. Oh, but I was broke. Wait a minute, Doane, they got some money. He's been saving to buy himself a little chicken farm upstate. Suppose he thunk that I had a chicken farm for sale. Yeah. That's my angle to raise the money. I'll go into chicken business and fricassee that boy's goose. That's what I mean. Hi, Kingfish. I just dropped down to the lodge hall to, uh... I want, uh, uh... Hey, Kingfish, what you doing with that box full of dirt on your desk? Oh, you wouldn't be interested, Andy. Uh, this is disconnected with a new business I'm going into. Back to the soil movement. You mean that you was an undertaker? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was in the real estate business selling farms. That's what I'm doing with these eggs on my desk here. Primarily interested in chicken farms. Well, now, there's a coincidence. I've been thinking about buying a little chicken farm. You don't mean to tell me. Oh, sure. What kind of eggs is them you got there, Kingfish? Uh, these eggs, Andy, uh, they come from one of my choicest chicken ranches. There's what you call uh, super colossal eggs. Got a yolk in them the size of a bowling ball. Wait a minute. They as ordinary size eggs on the outside. How could they be that big egg inside? Oh, uh, that's the secret, Andy. Uh, these are high compression eggs. Uh, laid under pressure. Laid under pressure? Yeah, Andy. Uh, when you're cooking these eggs, you just crack them and stand back. That's all you got. Well, they really got pressure, huh? Oh, I'll see. And these pressurized eggs makes the chickens lay faster, too. They know they got something there that they got to get away from in a hurry, you see that? Well, uh, what happens if the chicken don't get away in time? Well, you was always like chicken salad, ain't you? You know, this sounds like one of these real modern farms. Oh, it's a great buy for someone, Andy. Uh, everything's scientific right now. They're working on the idea to cross chickens with ducks. Chickens with ducks? Yeah, that way when you put them on the platter, they floats on top of the gravy. <laughs> now, wait a minute here. This is all pretty confusing, Kingfish. 
I don't know whether I want to buy a chicken farm or not. Andy, you is missing one of the greatest things in life. Just think of the thrill of having your own farm, walking around the place, picking up the dirt and letting it run through your fingers. Well, I can do that in my own room. <laughs> anyway, if I buy a farm, I want my chickens on the ground. Every time to lay an egg, I don't want them zooming around like flying saucers. No, uh, you ain't going for it, huh? No, sir, I ain't. Well, now, listen, Andy, forget about the eggs and the exploding chickens. Uh, Look here, I got a great deal here for you. Uh, the new telephone number here at the lodge that used to belong to the brokerage firm is now our number here, you see. Yes, now, by mistake, a fella called up and gave me a big tip on United Consolidated Stock. Yeah, well, what about it? Well, now, look, Andy. They got some kind of a merger, and the stock is going up 70 points. Now, if we was to buy some, we could get rich. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. I'd be willing to put up a couple hundred bucks on this if it's on the level. It's a deal, Andy. Look here. Uh, there are some things up at the house that I can pawn, and I can raise $200 myself. Now, we'll pool our resources and buy the stock. Andy, we'll make our fortune together. Let's stop over at the pawn shop and then get on down to the broker's office. I'll show that mama and Sapphire that I can seize opportunity when it comes. Oh, yeah. Boy, we're going to be rich. And the first thing I'm going to do is buy two dozen of them chickens that swims around in the gravy. <laughs> Let me look up in the morning paper here, Andy, and see what United Consolidated is selling for now. Yeah, that's the stuff. Get the thing open there. Yeah. Uh, here we are. The finance page. Uh, let me see. Uh, United Brick, United Construction. Uh, yeah, here we are. United Consolidated... Uh, United Consolidated Aircraft, United Consolidated Can, United Consolidated Rubber, United Consolidated Television. Hmm. Uh. Holy mackerel, Kingfish. There's a whole mess of United Consolidated. We is licked. No, we ain't, Andy. Come on now. We'll go down to the broker's office and see if we can't find out which United Consolidated the man was talking about. No, oh, me. What a mess. After all these years, our ship finally comes in and we don't know what dock to meet it at. Good evening. This is your Rexall family druggist speaking to you for the 10,000 independent druggists who have made the word Rexall part of our own store names. We've done that because we recommend and sell the 2,000 or more drug products made by the Rexall Drug Company. Bismarex is a good example. This exclusive Rexall antacid fights acid indigestion four ways. Neutralizes excess stomach acidity in less than one minute. Eases gastric distress, leaves a soothing and protective coating on irritated stomach membranes. And Bismarex is available in two forms, the ever-popular powder for home use and in easy-to-take mint-flavored tablets for purse, pocket, or office desk. Ask for Bismarex. That's B-I-S-M-A hyphen R-E-X. Bismarex. At Rexall Drug Stores. Everywhere. Well, Andy, here's the broker's office. Yeah, you think we can find out which United Consolidated the man was talking about on the phone? Yeah, Andy, uh, just let me do the talking. Uh, here's the man here. May I help you? Uh, yes, yeah, sir. Uh, we as a couple of big Wall Street operators. Uh, I as Plunger Stevens, and this is Dow Jones Brown. <laughs> now, we'd like to buy $400 worth of United Consolidated. I see. Now, which United Consolidated did you wish? There are six of them, you know. 
Oh, uh, uh, we know the one we want. Oh, fine. Now, which one? The one that's going up 70 points. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have a slight headache today. I don't think I quite grasp what you said. Well, it's simple, mister. We wants to buy the United Consolidated that's going up 70 points tomorrow. Well, how can I tell today which stock is going up 70 points tomorrow? Well, simple. We'll just leave the money today, and the one that goes up 70 points tomorrow, that's the one we want. <laughs> but if it goes up 70 points, it'll cost you more money tomorrow. We don't want to buy it tomorrow. We want to buy it today, though. Yeah, we ain't even going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> oh, well, I see. I guess. <laughs> It wasn't even like this under the Democrats. <laughs> Listen, mister, would you please sell us the stock? Now, look, what stock do you men want? The stock that's going up 70 points tomorrow. Well, how will I know which stock is going up 70 points tomorrow? Well, ain't you going to be here tomorrow? <laughs> of course I'm going to be here tomorrow. Well, if you're here tomorrow, you'll know which stock went up 70 points, won't you? Of course I will. Well, that's the one we want. Here's the money. Well, now we're getting someplace. If you'll just sign the... Now, wait a minute! Well, uh, what's wrong, mister? You're crossing your bridges before you come to them. No, we ain't. We're going home on the subway. <laughs> now, look. Look, look you, you can't buy tomorrow's stock at today's prices because you don't know what stock you wish to buy today until you have tomorrow's prices. Yeah, but why should we pay tomorrow's prices when we is here today? Tomorrow, today will be yesterday. And if today is yesterday, you can't charge us tomorrow's prices for the stock that we bought two days ago. Now, look, you, you, you can't buy tomorrow's stock today because the price of tomorrow's stock is different today. If you want today's stock tomorrow, you'll have to pay tomorrow's prices. Listen, would you stop hollering about tomorrow? We is here today, so sell us the stock. Which stock? The stock that's going up 70 points tomorrow. All right, all right, but, but first I... I'd like to tell you men a little story. I, I was an orphan. I was an orphan. I was brought up by a maiden aunt. And that little old lady, she scrubbed floors to send me through high school. She scrubbed floors to send me through business school. And I got a job here on Wall Street. And all the time, she kept scrubbing floors to help me out. And now I finally got a partnership in this firm. I'm respected. I'm looked up to. All because that little old lady... Scrubbed all those floors. <laughs> and now do you know what I'm going to do? I uh, know, mister. I'm going to quit my job, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to hit that nasty old woman with her mop. <laughs> oh, me, what are we going to do now, Kingfish? And uh, we're going over to see Algonquin J. Calhoun. There must be some way to find out which United Consolidated stock that fellow was talking about on the telephone. Yeah, this is something all right. I guess that's why that Wilson fellow gave back all his General Motors stock. He couldn't get no sense out of these fellows neither. Yeah. Uh, say, Calhoun, could we see a... Uh, oh, excuse me, I didn't know you was on the phone. I'll be with you in a minute, boys. Hello, Wilbur! Well, now, like I was saying, I was only too happy to be the best man at your wedding to Josephine. After all, you and me has been pals for years. You're getting a wonderful girl in Josephine, a fair flower of womanhood. What's that? No, no, I'm sorry. I can't come to your bachelor dinner. No, no, I, I'm going to be busy. 
Well, so long, old pal. I'll see you and Josephine at the church tomorrow. Yeah, that's too bad, Calhoun, that you can't go to your pal's bachelor dinner tonight. How come? Call. Tonight I got a date with Josephine. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Calhoun, you should never let friendship get in the way of smooching. But uh, tell me this. Uh, has you come up with any solution to our problem? Well, now, Kingfish, you say that this fellow that called about United Consolidated was phoning from Washington, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. And you have the number he was calling. Uh, that's your new number. Yeah, well, uh, the telephone company keeps the record of all those long-distance calls, don't they? Yeah, yeah, and in case of a big emergency, they'd give you the information. Oh, they would, huh? You yeah, would... but you got to have some good excuse, though. Got to have an excuse. Now, wait a minute, here. Yeah, I'll go down to the phone company and tell them that I, as a doctor, yeah. and it was some big emergency, and I'll, I'll get the name uh, of that stock somehow. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, that's it of that. Now, if you boys would excuse me, I got to write a letter to my cousin here. Oh, your cousin Murgatroyd, the hipster, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's the cat. I just got a postcard from him. Him and his band is down in Cuba. Oh, down in Cuba, huh? Yeah, looked like him and his trumpet player went out fishing down there in the Gulf Stream. And right in the middle of the trip, one of the crew fell overboard. Well, they throwed a line to him, and just as he was about to grab the line that was hauling him in... And just as about to pull him in the boat, long come a shark and plucked him right over the end of the line. Holy mackerel, what did Murgatroyd say? Well, his trumpet player turned to him and said, Hey, Murgatroyd, this is some fishing trip, ain't it? And Murgatroyd said, Yeah, ma'am, but dig that crazy bait. <laughs> That's why I come down to the telephone company, miss, to find out who called. That's the whole story. Well, now that you've explained what a big emergency this is, Dr. Stevens, here's the information about that call you wanted right here on this paper. Yeah, well, like I say, miss, I was a doctor, and right after my patient made this call from Washington, uh, he done lost his memory, you see, and I got to operate on him. But I'd like to know who he is first. Well, that's the point I don't quite understand, doctor. In other words, it's necessary to know who he is before you operate? Well, to tell you the truth, miss, uh, sometimes I misses on my operations, and in case the man I operates on don't pull through, I can tie a tag on his big toe, all right, but the main thing is, what is it going to write on the tag? That's what i got to find out. <laughs> I can't just write on that whom it may concern, ship him to the dead let office. Well, thank you an awful lot. So long, miss. So long. Well, now, let me see here. Monument 29098. And the call was made by Mr. J.B. Blake of the United Consolidated Television Company. And the thing to do was for me and Andy to buy that stock and share in the profits. The thing to do, uh, the thing, uh, hey, wait a minute, sir. Is I forgetting who I is? Yeah, like I was saying here, the thing to do is for me and Andy to buy that stock and then for me to jump Andy over to his share. That's what I got. <laughs> Now, here is your Rexall family druggist. Whenever you want fast relief from an ordinary headache, I strongly recommend that you try Rexall aspirin. Notice that I didn't say just aspirin, but Rexall aspirin, and here's why. Laboratory tests prove that when taken with water, the five full grains of pure aspirin in every Rexall tablet are ready to go to work for you even before they reach your stomach. 
Yes, there's no faster-acting aspirin made. And remember this, too. In the 100-tablet bottle, Rexall aspirin costs you barely more than half a cent per tablet. So next time you need aspirin, don't ask for just aspirin. Ask for Rexall aspirin at any Rexall drugstore. And when your Rexall family druggist hands it to you, remember, you can depend on any drug product that bears the name Rexall. United Consolidated jumped 20 points this morning, and I can sell it right now and make $500 profit on the stock. Oh, Mama George done it. I think he's wonderful. I think he's brilliant. I think he's a bum. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Madam Big Mouth. I'm going to double that profit by nightfall. And you say I couldn't jump at opportunity. Well, George, if you made that much profit, the thing to do is to sell the stock. Something might go wrong. Yeah, well, ain't nothing gonna go wrong. I'm working on a plan right now where I'm gonna get Andy's stock away from him, too. Now, look, George. It's television stock, and even Andy Brown ain't gonna be crazy enough to let you get that stock away from him. Now, listen, honey. Countries may rise and kingdoms may fall. But there's one thing you can always count on, and that is the everlasting stupidity of Andrew H. Brown. <laughs> George, I still think you ought to be careful in this deal. Yes, son-in-law. Because I know the kind of luck you have. If you had been an Indian custer, would have scalped you. <laughs> well, I hope this thing works. I don't think Andy has seen the morning paper yet about the television stock. I just hope... Oh, uh... uh, come in. Hiya, Kingfish. Say, uh, how is that United Consolidated stock coming? Andy, uh, has you seen the morning paper yet? No. Well, son, I've got some bad news for you. The bottom has done fell out of the television market. What? Yes, Andy, it's just like 1929. The Wall Street boys has jumped off of buildings again. Yeah, they're dropping like flies. You go downtown, you better wear your old air raid helmet with you, too. Uh... <laughs> you mean that everybody is jumping down there? No, no, not everybody. Uh, just a lucky few that got the inside information, you see. Well, what could have happened to television? I thought that was going great guns. Well, Andy, it was. But since the television got going, a new generation has been born. And they just found out the effects it has on heredity. Effect on heredity? Yes, Andy, you see, uh, it builds television sets so low that you have to stoop down to tune them in. Yeah, I know that. Well, for the past ten years, mothers and fathers of America have been spending half the time... Squatting down to tune in the television sets. Mm -hmm. And it's beginning to have its effect on the offspring. It is, huh? Yeah, and uh, with all the squatting, uh, two out of three babies are going to have to spend their childhood in the sitting position. Uh, well, that's bad, all right. Well, see, I dropped by the hospital the other day and looked in the nursery. There were 16 newborn babies squatting there like Don Cossack's choir doing the Kazatsky. <laughs> That is really a mess. Yeah, and then watching television is affecting education, too. All the kids uh, see is wrestling, you know, English movies and high-pressure salesmen. Mm. I was reading the other day where a teacher asked a class uh, what they learned over the holidays. One kid jumped up to his feet and called the old blimey puss, threw a toehold on her, and sold her a used car. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize that television was that dangerous. 
Yeah, not only that, Andy, but television is breaking up the American family. Well, how is it doing that now? Well, Andy, married people all over the country have spent their entire married life sitting in the dark room watching Arthur Godfrey. And a week ago in Kansas City, a woman happened to turn on the lights by mistake and found a strange man in the room with her. She called the police and had him arrested. It wasn't until she seen him in the lineup that she realized she'd been married to him for 15 years. Boy, that is terrible. Oh, certainly. And all over America, people has given up television. They has taken the tubes out of the sets and planted geraniums in them. Holy mackerel. I didn't realize we done put our money in a dying industry. Oh, yes, Andy. In a few years, television is going to be extinct. Extinct? Well, I have seen some of the programs on it, and they is pretty close to it now. <laughs> what? I got $200 in that United Consolidated stock. You mean to tell me that's wiped out? Well, I tell you, Andy, I feel personally responsible that I got you in this whole mess. Now, everybody don't know about this yet, so, well, out of your stock, I think I can get you 50 bucks. Oh, thank you, Kingfish. You was a pal. I'm glad I never bought a television set. Yeah, and uh, you was one of the fortunate few. Even though television is gone, there's a whole generation of America that's doomed to go through life squinting, stooping, and squatting. That's what's going on. Andy, what's the matter? You look all down in the dumps. Oh, it's all on kind of television, Amos. There's a whole generation growing up going to spend their life stooping and squatting and doing the gazotsky. Uh, what is that again, Andy? Oh, yeah. You watch that thing long enough, you're going to see Arthur Godfrey sitting in a dark room, would you? Andy, <laughs> hey, what is all this about? Well, I don't know, Amos. I was all confused. Look, why don't you come on up to the house for supper tonight, and we can talk it over. Ruby is going to be out. Uh, I ain't much of a cook, but I can whip up something. Well, okay, Amos. Maybe a good case of indigestion will get my mind off my trouble. Girls, I was home. Oh, George, we've been waiting for you. Yes, son-in-law, we've been looking all over for you. Well, I got some great news for you, gal. I done got Andy stock away from him for 50 bucks. Now I has got 400 shares worth of United Consolidated Television stock. And I'm going to sell it tomorrow and make myself a huge profit. Now, George, just a minute ah, here. Ha, ha. And your big mouth mama there say I couldn't seize opportunity. That ought to show you. And this ought to show you. Look here in the paper on the financial page. United Consolidated Television Merger fails. Stock drops 30 points. Investors wiped out. Holy mackerel. I done lost my money. The whole $200 that I raised. (laughs) So you is out of $200, huh? Uh, No, Mama, you is. I is? Yeah, you was howling at me about not seizing opportunity... So, so when I saw a chance to buy that stock, I done seized the opportunity and hocked your new fur coat for two hundred dollars. That's what I. Ladies, here's a time and money-saving hint from Harlow Wilcox. Do you want to get rid of those endless jars and bottles that clutter your dressing table? Well, Ann Delafield, world-famous beauty authority, has put all you need for finest skin care into one single jar, one single cream. The Ann Delafield All-Purpose Deep Cream. It's a rich, wonderful cream that does everything. Deep cleansing, deep lubricating, and smoothing for all parts of your face. 
Yes, this deep cream and the Andelafield makeup beauty aids are designed for you, the busy woman who wants the most for her cosmetic dollar. Look for the new Andelafield cosmetics at Rexall drugstores everywhere. The stores with the orange and blue sign. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to visit your Rexall family drugstore. Thank you and good night. See you next Sunday. Women pine for men who go stag. Go stag? You mean... Exactly. Stag brushless shave cream. No fuss, no rub in. Just smooth it on for quick, close, no scrape shaving. Leaves your face feeling smooth and refreshed all day long. That's stag brushless shave cream. Say, from now on, I go stag. Yes, women pine for men who go stag. Your Rexall Druggist has presented the Amos and Andy Show, transcribed and directed by Cliff Howell. This is the CBS Radio Network. <laughs>